What's going on, everybody? This is Renee Perez and Curtis Owens, and you're listening to the Rough and Real Podcast. So today we had a question pop up. Do all good people go to heaven? Stick around. We got some things to talk about. What's going on, Curtis? Say what's up to the people, man. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on? How's your week? Everything been good? Everything's been good, man. Just consistent. How about you? Consistent. What do you mean by consistent? Uh, you know, just consistent, man. Going with the flow. Just nothing new. Just kind of going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home. Okay. You know, taking care of the baby, taking care of the wife, man. You know, Good old boring life, huh? Married life. <laughs> <laughs> married life. I agree with you on that one. No, yeah, because my life's pretty much been the same, bro. We've just been, just been working. Uh, same thing. Nothing you know, I don't mind it, though. I actually don't mind it, man. I mean, I, you know, I like to do... You know, a few things here or there, you know. I did some exciting things when I was younger, but you know what, man? Now I'm comfortable with doing what I'm doing, man. It's 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 nice being consistent. Yeah. No, no, it's definitely it's a whole other life. I mean, you know, once you're married, it's cool. When how long have you been married? It's been three years now. All right, so maybe we'll have to edit that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> We're gonna have to edit that, bro. Let me see. Twenty fifteen, it's twenty nineteen. Man, like I said three years, man. Why you trying to throw me off, man? <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no because i'm like with me and my wife we've been married for 10 years but we both kind of got the party out of us for a little bit you know what i mean it was yeah, kind of cool because exactly, by the time we got exactly. married we had both been through the club scenes we had already done a whole bunch of that stuff so it was kind of like cool and again we got together way before we were saved we didn't even like going to clubs it's more like like a dive bar somewhere like just go have a drink play some pool shoot some darts maybe listen to the jukebox kind of thing just relax you know what i mean watch a yeah. game on tv that's kind of what our thing was yeah so I don't miss none of that. I'll be honest with you. I'm 40 years old now, so I really don't miss it. It was expensive. Remember, you're buying drinks, you're doing different things, you know, yeah. travel. You know, it was expensive. And, and you have a lot of friends that really ain't your friends. Just that's very true. You know, that's that's the one thing that I really don't miss. I mean, I, when I used to go out and party like that, I had tons and tons of friends. People call me all the time. Let's do that. Once I stopped going out, that was it. Everybody just kind of found, yeah, <laughs> found somebody kind of else, bro. Disappears, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, so that was it, though. But that was, you know. Long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Now, I will say this: we, me and my wife, we definitely need to get some date nights established. Though we need, yeah. we, we haven't been out in a while, man. So we, we definitely need to do that. Need a babysitter? Bring them over. I appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. Forty five dollars an hour. Damn, <laughs> man, I'll pay. Got bills to pay. My kid is bad. I'll pay. <laughs> no, that is important, bro. Actually, um, you know, we, we've I've said it before: is when we moved out here, we didn't have any family and very few friends. So very rarely, dude, did we ever leave him somewhere? I don't think we ever, re- especially not for a long time. If it was yeah. somewhere, we left him for an hour. But even then, that didn't happen until he was about six, seven. We started having like friends from school and he would go hang out for a few hours and play yeah. whatever. But yeah, no, we did the same thing. We never had date nights, bro. Man. You know, it, it was tough. Now, I remember you talked last time about the, uh, yeah. the, the 10 year anniversary weekend. Yeah. And that was the, that was yeah. the first weekend. First actual weekend that we were away from him. It was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy, man. It that was crazy. crazy. But yeah, no, life's been good, brother. Like, you know, I always got to say God is good to me. Yes, he is. Uh, he takes care of me and my family. Um, you know, even with the little issues that we got, bro, there's just so many more blessings than, than problems. So, yeah. so I'm good and I'm, you know, I'm always happy for it for my life bro all we gotta do is trust and rely on him man he's got us every step yeah for sure so let's let's get into this a little bit you want to go ahead and open us in prayer absolutely heavenly father thank you for bringing us together we appreciate the time that you've uh given us and we just ask that you give everyone listening and give us uh understanding and wisdom lord let's let's pray for understanding and wisdom today we love you and we thank you in jesus name we pray amen amen 
Thank you, bro. So we decided to add this question. Um, it was basically just a, a re- normal question of do all good people go to heaven, right? And the reason this kind of just came up was because I saw a study, and it's an old study, a gentleman named Christian Smith. He's a sociologist. He did a big study, and, and it was on younger uh, younger adults or adolescents. And the big thing, I mean, he breaks it down. It's really, he basically found that, I, and, I, and I, it was like 80% of Americans or young adults in America believe that if you're good, you go to heaven when you die. That's that's what they believe. That's crazy. And you know what? Growing up, I thought the same thing too. I'm yeah, not going to lie to you. I, did, I absolutely did. Not, absolutely. Not even growing up. A little bit more than two years ago, I thought about it <laughs> before I got saved. And even when I got saved, I got to admit, too, yeah. when I got saved, that was one of the hardest things I think I, I had to overcome uh-huh. um, because I had a hard time believing that, say, a serial killer or something like that can right. just one day say, hey, forgive me for my sins and then go to heaven. Like I did have that. I got to admit was probably one of the hardest things I had to deal with because I, I it was hard for me to believe that. But, you know, after you break it down and you'd say, OK, well. And I thought about it and say, okay, well, if my son, God forbid, becomes a serial killer, would I ever forgive him? You know, if he ever comes to me and says, Dad, I'm sorry for my mistakes, I definitely will. So I know God's bigger than me, loves me more than I will ever love my son. So I can see now how God will forgive. Yeah, man. Um, I think we talked last time, and the Bible says there's no sin that's unforgivable, except uh, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, essentially, I mean, if that's true and we're reading it correctly— yeah, you can do anything. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's not a free card. Any, yeah, anybody can, you know, be forgiven. Right, yeah. right. Now, again, if you're doing these sins and do that, and you already know Jesus, then that's that's also even worse, dude. If you know better, you got to do better, man. Right, and that's the whole key. You know, if you if you're if you're saved and you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you're listening to the Holy Spirit, but you still choose to do something crazy or heinous, I mean, that's I don't know. Yeah, that's you got some. You got some answering to do for sure. Now let's talk about this real quick. So, good people, what what do you consider a good person? Because because even in the study that I read, it doesn't break it down. It doesn't say what is a good person. It just says a good person. So is that like don't be don't be a Hitler or just don't kick dogs? I mean, what what does it mean to be a good person? Well, when I was growing up, I mean, I just thought a good person was just anybody that showed kindness and and love and care for people and didn't do nothing too crazy. Didn't intentionally try to hurt people, mm. you know, didn't kill any, you know, didn't kill anyone, didn't, you know, do nothing crazy. So, and as long as you were just trying to do good things in the world, like, you know, feeding the homeless or giving some change to, you know, homeless guy or something on that level, you're a good dude. Right. That was my, that was my definition. You know, yeah, I think that's a pretty generic definition. Cause I'm, and I'm, I pretty much fall in the same boat as you do. Um, yeah, as long as you weren't out there hurting people physically or emotionally, you're, you're a good guy, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, every now and then you just kind of, like you say, express some change to somebody or help somebody out. But I also think about it now, you know, things have changed in my life. It's also perspective of that person because I thought about it and I said, okay, so, cause I know just, I'm gonna go back straight up to my son. He's eight years old. There's days when he thinks I'm the best person in the world when I buy him that tour, when I do what we got to do with him. But, the days that he's like, hey, dad, I want to stay up late and play Fortnite. And I'm like, no, shut that thing off at nine o'clock. I'm the worst dad in the world. So it's perspective. It's that one day I'm the best. Next day I'm not. Right. So we talk about being a good person. So say I can look at you and say, man, you're a great person. You're a good yeah. father, a good husband. You know, you're this. But if this morning you accidentally cut somebody off and they honked at you because you were in a rush, you were having a bad day, you flip them off. 
to that person if they ever say hey you seen this person before he goes yeah he a good person you can be like nah he cut me <laughs> off and he gave me the bird cut me like, off no. flip me off yeah you know? you know so it's all perspective and it all depends on interactions right absolutely I mean, so so being a good person getting you to heaven i don't think that's that's true well none of us are without sin no one not one person exactly and i think that's what we learn after we become yeah. saved and we start understanding what actual sin is and what's not sinful and I was thinking about it and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, okay, I'm a good person. I was a good person before I came to Christ. Like in my book, yeah. I wasn't hurting nobody. I you wasn't had a in couple jail. People say you're a good dude. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know I try to help people out when I could. And I actually had a friend that was really good and he helped people and he goes out and feeds people in the holidays. And I was like, but he's, he's atheist. Yeah. And I was like, man, why is it that he can't go to heaven? You know, because right. I literally knew him going out every Christmas, you know, buying gifts for kids and he would go out and, you know, those soup kitchens or whatever it is. And again, he was a good dude. Right. But I'm like, when I came to Christ and then I'm like, but he ain't going to get in. That's cold. He's not getting in, but he's not going to get in. And I'll tell you why, because what he's doing, he's, he's doing good things, but he's doing good deeds. Right. And, and what do we know? The Bible says in Ephesians, we're not saved by our works. No, we're saved by grace. Yes. You know? Yep. So, and I think that's the other thing too. So when you, when you're born, there's a lot of perfection in us, but we're also broken. Right. So yeah. I think our natural and, and we'll, we'll get into a little scripture sometimes, like in Matthew 8, 13 and 14, it says that the road to destruction is wide, but the gate to heaven or the kingdom is narrow. Very narrow. Right. So I think because we're born with sin, we are naturally it's just natural for us to go towards destruction. Yeah. Right. So we're all we all have the capability of going to God and, and we have the, what it takes to do it. But we actually have to seek him, accept him as our savior. And then be able to make the adjustments that we got to do to go that route. Now, we're still going to make mistakes. I'm not saying you got to be 100% perfect, but there's things you got to do. There's just that acknowledgement and respect that you have to show for the sacrifice that God made by sending his one and only son here. Right. You know, he sent his one and only son to save everybody that believes in him. Mm. To He sent his one and only son. He's God. And he sent him to here to be humiliated and crucified. For all of our sins. Right. And all we need to do is just believe in him and acknowledge him. If we do that, we're good. But if we can't and we still go, oh, you know, nah, I don't really believe that. And he didn't do that for me or whatever the case may be. I mean, you're denying him at that point. So right. how do you think that makes God, God feel? How would yeah. that make you feel if you sent your son out to be sacrificed in war? He And, you know, some, God forbid something happened. He loses his life in war. Man. And then people are like, oh, yeah, he didn't fight that for my freedom. That's how crazy. would that make you feel? No, that's crazy. And I know people that feel that way. And people do feel that way. But, you you know, you feel a certain type of way about them, you know? Of course. So it's interesting, man, when you think about that. I mean, that's just that's why it's so important that we have to go through Jesus. Right. You know, that's just the way God set it up. This is his story. This is his world. We are his creation. And it's his rules. Sorry. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Sometimes we just got to keep it real. I mean, we we love to say we we can orchestrate our own lives, but ultimately he's in charge. And and going back to what you were saying earlier, it's like it says in Romans 10, 9, if you openly say Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the from dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. Yep. You know, so that's that's step one. And in my book, I mean, from what I can see, that's one of the first things you got to do. So I look at it like this, right? Because you mentioned right now that he sent his one and only son. Now, he also, how can I say this? But there is no person who's ever lived or will live that Jesus didn't die for. Correct. So all of us have the opportunity to be saved 
through Jesus Christ to get to God and to get to the kingdom so that we can go to heaven. Cause that's what we're talking about going yeah. to heaven. So I look at it like this, like God's extending an invitation to all of us and say, like we talked about like a wedding. If you're invited to a wedding, which again is biblical, but if you're invited to a wedding, that spot's been reserved for you way before you even knew about the wedding. And I feel that's kind of what Jesus is. Jesus is inviting us to sit with him when it comes time to go to heaven. It's on us to make that arrangement. It's on us to make to first RSVP by saying, yes, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, but also to make the changes. Like if you were going to a wedding, you would have to change your schedule. You might have to book a hotel. You might have to get a car. Same thing. You got to start living a certain way to get to heaven. And I know you don't lose your salvation, right? Because we already discussed that last time. Right. Once once saved, always saved. But I think we just got to live differently is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Well, we got to be obedient. Absolutely. Right. When we go to this wedding, we got to act accordingly. You know what right. I'm saying? I think that's important. You know, there's a certain etiquette to a wedding, right? Right. So when we get there, we got to know how to act. Yeah. And there's and there's there's that table already set up, man. You know, like a trip out is like there's a dinner plate waiting with your name on it. All you got to do is get there. So when I think about it, I'm like, okay, all these people were not saved. We're not going to heaven, even though we're quote unquote good people. That's like the bad part about the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I kind of feel bad for people because like, and I, I mean, I was down that road. You know what I mean? Where I thought I was a good person. I was going to heaven, but reality right. was I wasn't. And it's crazy to say it now, like, man, if I'd have died three years ago, I'd have gone to hell. Yeah. That's, that's crazy to that's even think about. That's how serious it is. Yeah, man. I would have gone to hell. I thought I was a good person going to heaven. I would have gone to hell. And now I'm glad that, you know, I'm doing what I can and trying to get to that, to that heaven spot. It's just crazy how, how important this is. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think we take it for granted. Or we, oh, we do. We don't really sit down and really try to analyze it. And I think that's why yeah. this is such a good question. We take everything for granted. We take life for granted. I was just talking about my uh, good friend today, Buana. We were having a conversation about, you know, someone came and, and, you know, that didn't know God and asked, hey, how can I get into heaven? And, you know, we were just discussing it. And he was saying that, you know, basically he would like he would want to get a little bit deeper and explain things to him. Mm. I said, OK, but, you know, he's just he's asking you a basic question. Give him a bit, give him a, a simple answer. And he goes, well, it's not that simple. And I said, yeah, I understand it's not that simple. But I said, if someone's like, for example, dying, and he says, well, this is what he said. He says, if someone is dying, then I'll just tell him real quick, like, hey, you need to get saved, blah, blah, blah. I said, but technically, though, that guy can leave that interaction he has with you and get hit by a car. Hmm. Or he can fall dead right there. So really, we're all, I mean, we're all slowly dying anyways, right? Right. And we don't know when our time is up. Hmm. So it's very critical that we do get the gospel out there, though we get we do get to people and say, "Hey, this is what you need to do, and this is how serious it is." Yeah, because you're playing with fire, literally. Right? No, it's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's true, man. And it's not. I mean, God made it so easy for us, and that's the crazy thing about it. <laughs> yeah. He made this so easy for us. You know, back in the Old Testament, they had the law, man. It was 613 laws, man, yeah. plus 10 commandments, and you had to follow every single one for you to basically get in, for you to be to qualify. Mm. And, and I mean, he set it up that way to prove that no one can do it. But now all you need to do is believe and have faith. That's it. That's it. It's like one thing. Just yeah. believe, have faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's important. he made this that easy for us. That's how much he loves us, dude. Like yeah. that's to me that when I think about that, I'm like, wow. Right. Like he loves us that much. Yeah. He knows that none of us are worthy. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Not one single person. Mm-hmm. And he made it that easy for us. I just think that's amazing, man. Yeah. And yet we still make it difficult on ourselves. Of course. It's all us, man. It's our flesh, man. It's that, that flesh versus the spirit thing. That's it's that crazy. little voice in our head saying you're not, you're not, you're unworthy. You know, you can't do it. 
blah 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 just that negativity man right and and you know it's it's the world we live in man that's just the way things society set up right now what do you think about people in the world because obviously we're talking in the world we're not going to talk about just in the states yeah what do you think about people that don't have the opportunity to know jesus that never had the opportunity or maybe you know because there's other places in the countries that you know christianity is not around Right, right. What do you believe about, what do you think happens to those people? I think every single person will have an opportunity before this whole thing is said and done Mm. to hear the good news, to hear the gospel in some way or some fashion. Basically, I believe that everyone will have an opportunity to be saved. And I don't know if it's on earth. I don't know if it's on their deathbed. I don't know if it's in the grave. I'm not sure Mm. how that works. Right. I thought I'd seen a scripture about it before, but I'd have to go back and look at it. But I personally believe that everybody, because God loves everybody that much, he'll give them an opportunity, you know, to bow and and whatever the case may be. And, but we know that there'll still be people that say no. Yeah. Which is you know, crazy which part. is crazy because we which see that in Revelations part. that everyone's not getting in. You know, like you said, the 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 road is narrow. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of people on that highway to hell. You know, mm-hmm. so now baptisms. Let me ask you real quick because when I got baptized, and I think you were baptized right before I was, uh, a few months before I did. Do you think baptism is important to get? It? Is it a salvation thing? Do you think? I mean, I don't. Mm, what yeah, do you man. I you know. Salvation, I, th- I think it's a part of it, but you need to get saved first. You need to ask for forgiveness. Right. Like that to me, that's the, that's the important part. I, I, I see like baptism personally as it's super important. I mean, without it, you're not going to be filled with the Holy Spirit and all these great things, but it's like more of a formality type thing. Okay. Absolutely required, but being saved, that's all faith. That's all confession. That's all like, God, I'm giving you my life. Right. You see what I'm saying? No, I agree with you. I agree. I think there's benefits when you come out of that watery grave. You know what I'm saying? There's huge benefits to that, but getting into heaven, it's, it's, it's kind of, well, we got to ask the pastor about that, man. Yeah. And the only reason is because I, I kind of feel the same way you do, but I saw this thing in John 3, 3. It says, Jesus answered. He says, I assure you, everyone must be born again. Anyone who is not born again cannot be in God's kingdom. And that kind of made me look at like, so it is a salvation thing. Or yeah. is it? Or it's is interesting. It? Yeah. Right. But then we go back to Romans 10, where he says, all you got to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. So I think that's that one. So I guess it is important if you know Jesus and you know Christ and, yeah. and your follower, then obviously it is important to be baptized. But also you mentioned earlier the thief. Right, the, the one that yeah. Talking. So when Jesus was getting crucified, the right. guy that was on his left, right, you know, he didn't know he never got baptized. Yeah. He never, but at that moment, he said, "For you know, forgive me." And yeah, I believe in you, Jesus. You're yeah. the King, you know. And whatever he said, he said, you will be with me in heaven and, yeah, forever. Jesus, like you're so, in, you know. Yeah. So it's that simple. It's that simple, you know. So and that's yeah. I mean, God knows our heart, right? So yeah. But as far as like you know the whole good person thing, I, I look at the story of like we talked about about the uh, rich young ruler, and in there, you know the, the the rich guy comes up to Jesus and he's like he bows to him, he says, "Hey, good teacher, how do I get into heaven? How do I get eternal right. life?" And Jesus right away was like, "Uh, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone." Right, right. I mean, right then and there, I mean, Jesus is saying, "Why are you calling me good?" I'm, I mean, I know I'm Jesus and everything, but, but no one is human. Yeah. No one is good except God alone. Right. So for all you people that think like, oh, well, so-and-so was a good person. I know he's going to heaven. Right. Hey, Jesus has just said nobody. nobody. Because no matter how good you are, bro, we still have tendencies of, of different things. And again, a lot of times we think we're good because nobody knows about them or nobody sees them. Nobody knows our thoughts. Correct. But if we still have those thoughts, no matter what, you're still sinning. That's you know, correct. It's still a man. sinful nature. You know, I found in Proverbs too, you know, Proverbs, uh, 
Oh, and actually, the rich young ruler. That story's uh, in Mark, Mark ten seventeen uh, through thirty one, I believe. If you want to check that out, and also in Proverbs sixteen twenty five, man, um, Amplified version says, uh, "There is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him, but in the end, it leads to death." Now we know that death means no salvation, right? So again, so right now it's saying basically, hey, hey, we all think that we're doing the right thing, right? But realistically, we're not. Yeah. And it leads to death. You know, the only way to God is through Jesus. Bottom line. That's it. That's the way he has it set, set up. You know, can't, don't be mad at us. Yeah. No, take it up. It. With, take it up with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't write it. We're just keeping it rough and real. Yeah, absolutely. That's all we're doing. Telling the truth, man. You know? But no, that's that's good stuff, bro. So I guess ultimate conclusion is the answer to the question. Do all good people go to heaven? You know, one more, man. Ephesians yeah, 2.9, no, two the uh, New Living Translation. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. So, again, you know, it's not. It's not your works. It's not your works, man. It's not your good deeds. You can't say that, I, hey, I fed homeless. I did this. I did that. I, I saved babies. Like, <laughs> whatever you want to say. Right. That's not enough. You know, those are all things of showing love. Absolutely. And that's going to be required once you do get saved and baptized. Mm-hmm. You know, showing love to the world, but there's a huge little thing you got to do right before that, and you got to confess your sins and and ask God to come into your life and take confess over. with your mouth, absolutely, leaving your heart. So important. No, I agree with you, and, and I think it's it's important to do those good deeds. I mean, those are always important because God obviously blesses us, you know, through all that. Right. I think right. so. So that stuff is important to do. But if if you don't if you don't believe in Jesus, if you're not following Jesus, yeah, no, you can't you can't get into heaven, bro. And let me give my opinion, too, because I remember talking about this with Elbert. And again, this is just my opinion, so don't hate me for this, people out there. You know, people will be like, well, my father died. Is he in heaven? He was a good dude. You know, I kind of feel like if you had an opportunity to truly hear the truth about God, about Jesus, and you rejected it, no, you're done. Right. But if you never had like a fair chance to hear the truth, the whole truth, the full gospel of Jesus... And you never really had an opportunity to accept him as your Lord and Savior. My opinion, again, my opinion, I feel like you'll have an opportunity still. Mm. And that's just my opinion. Well, that's what I was getting to earlier. That's just my opinion. Yeah, no, no. I I just feel like, because God, I just, it's just hard for me to, I know there's a hell. There absolutely is. I know some people don't believe in hell. It's It's in the Bible. But I know God loves you so much, you know, and I know we're all created for different purposes. I mean, there was people in the, in the Old Testament that were created just just to be destroyed. Right. You know what I mean? But so we all play our role. But I just feel like some of us have like a really good understanding of what's going on with the Bible. And some mm-hmm. of us don't. We never had the opportunity to, to be exposed to the truth. We never had, you know, someone to take us to church and, and, and lead us in that direction. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I think it would be kind of unfair for those type of people, like you said, in the world, like, you know, in the Amazon or wherever, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. People that live in the bush, they just don't know. They don't know. So that's that's why I was saying, like, for people like those, and even like you said, if your dad passed away and, you know, he never accepted Jesus as his savior, all we can do as as Christians it's is pray for him. Yeah. And pray that God's mercy covers them. And his, you know, and his grace covers those people that just never had the opportunity to know him. Right, right. And, and hopefully they get to heaven. And that's all we can do is, is even as parents. So like, you know, if we have young kids who are just not following Jesus and refuse to follow Jesus as parents, as mother, fathers, you know, brothers, whatever it is, all we can do is pray yeah. on their behalf. Absolutely. And hope that God has mercy on them because we haven't done our jobs as Christians or they are just refusing to 
to accept it. Yeah. That's all we have left is yeah. prayer. We got to leave it up to God. And and realistically, I mean, even us, I mean, who knows who's really getting in? I mean, I'm sure that you've been to sermons where the pastor's like, everybody in here ain't going to heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you're sitting in here right now. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're still going to have our day of judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but, just that but that's between you and him. That's between you and God. You know, he's the only one that knows your heart. Yeah. You know, you can pretend all you want to, but he's the only one that truly knows. Yeah. You know, we just have to have the faith that we won't be judged guilty based on what we read and how we live and being obedient. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I agree. I mean, obedience is, is we've talked about that before in other episodes. It's, it's more important than sacrifice. Man, back to that, that rich young, young ruler, man. I just think that that's, it's just an awesome story for you guys to go back and read, man, because, you know, Jesus is basically telling people or telling him like, hey, sell all your stuff, give away all your riches to the poor and follow me. That's, you, that's the one step you're missing. I understand that you, you feel like you followed all the commandments, you know, shout mm-hmm. out, kill, steal and all that stuff. I, I get it. Oh yeah. Cause he admits to that. He, right? says, he, he says, says, Hey, yeah. yeah he says goes, that. Hey, I've been following the commandments all my life. And He's Jesus is like, Hey, I realize that. And, but one, there's one thing that you haven't done. And then this is what I need you to do. Follow me. Mm-hmm. And that's huge, man. You got to follow Jesus. He also says in that story, right? That it's harder. It's easier for, what is it? A camel, a camel, a camel to go through a needle. Yeah. Than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. Yeah, absolutely. Now we were discussing this off air and we were talking about how initially you even thought, and, and so did I, that they basically meant rich people literally finances. Right, that you, right. you you need to leave all your money behind and and go on missions and you know just go live from the world. Yeah, but no, reality is 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 letting go of what you know. Yeah, right? letting this, go. What he was you a have. rich person, so he had to let go of that money. In in our case, it might be football, it might be sports, it might be whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it might be substance abuse, it might be whatever the case may be. He was specifically talking to a rich guy, so he told him, "Hey, he knew what was important to him." So and his addiction, yeah, for his, the most part, yeah. He knew what was important to him, so he said, give that up, follow me, because he knew that would test him. But yeah, like you said, what's in our life that we need to give up, that Jesus is asking us to give up, to truly, truly follow him? And if you haven't gave that up, whatever that may be in your life, whatever you're putting above God against false idols. False idols, that's what I was right? going to say. Yeah. Idolatry, whatever yeah. you're putting above God. You got you to gotta think. Think about your life. What are you putting above God? What's more important than you? praying or or going to god or going to church whatever the case may be figure that Mm -hmm. out and if you can't ask god to search your heart and work on that because uh that's gonna be a problem for you yeah and you know i've been telling you about the small group that that we've been doing um and you just said right now search your heart you know we were talking about it and somebody was talking about how when you pray and you ask god to search your heart he's the only one that really has a search warrant to go into your heart and really break it down yeah because if we go in there we're, we're selective and we're very selective right and, and we're like well yeah no that's not right that's this is right whatever but if we let him do it and show us and ask him to go into our heart and really yeah break it down and expose to us what changes we need to do or make that's the real way of finding out the things you got to change absolutely because otherwise absolutely. we we make we make excuses for the things we want to hold on to. Oh, absolutely. Right? We Football. Do. Okay, yeah. I won't give up every game. You know, I'll stop watching yeah. every game. I'll just watch half of them. Whatever. That kind of stuff. So, no, it was real interesting when we were talking about that in my small group, and you brought it up. Really oh, I'll tell you what I do. I will tell you what I've done, and what I still do to this day, and I pray about is, you know, I'll I'll, I'll make my sacrifices. I'll give up certain things. But like fasting you're talking about or what do you mean? Oh, just, you know, things that I I enjoy that I know that God doesn't enjoy, you know. But again, I said certain. So we got to we gotta always got to be careful with that because God right. is not 
give up certain things. He says give up all things. Right. You know what I mean? That are not of him, you know, and that's, you know, something you got to really just pray about. And that's why, I mean, that's why we have God's grace and everything. You always have to put, you know, try, but he knows your effort level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we can all say we're trying, but he's the one that knows the true effort level of how hard you're really trying. Yeah, it's easy and to say I'm trying. Very important, man. Right. No, that's crazy. But yeah, you're right. You're 100% correct, and I agree with you. On you know, that point. on a different subject, man. What's cracking? You know, I'm reading this book called The Love Dare. Jason Vitale, let me just put him on blast. <laughs> Why? Would you? Man, he's got me reading this book. You ever heard of this book? No, I haven't. So there's 40 days in this book that you're supposed to read every day, and it's supposed to teach you about love. And then it gives you like a challenge to do after every day. Like a daily challenge? A daily challenge. So the first day was patience. And it explained patience and what it meant. And then it challenged you to exercise patience. The next day was kindness, which was huge for me because I learned a lot. It Like kindness is an obvious thing, but it broke it down so much that I was like, wow. Like that's a whole new level of kindness. And okay. I was like, I need to step my game up there. And then today. So you just started reading the book. Obviously, so you're only on day three. Yeah, I'm only on day three, man. But okay. it, today was forgiveness, I believe. And it, I'm sorry, it escaped me, man. But it was really good, though. Oh, okay. So you were gonna put him on blast? I thought you were gonna say, no, I'm putting him on good. blast because now he got me doing all these challenges, oh, man. Oh, I got you. And now. you know okay. he ain't, he ain't called. We're supposed to be doing it together, man. I'm putting you on blast, Jason, because you haven't called me back. So I'm doing all these challenges, looking like a sucker, uh, and I don't even know if you're doing them, man. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. Because no, when you say you want to put him on blast, I thought you were gonna go another route. But it's a good book, then, dude. It's it's okay. A, okay. It's so awful. Awesome. You know what? I'm sorry. Today's challenge. Sorry, I read it at four in the morning. That's why I'm I'm kind of fuzzy right now. And it's right, late. right, right. But no, it wasn't. It was uh, it was selfishness. And it was huge, man, because it broke down how love and okay. selfishness are always at odds. And it, it was interesting because, you know, you think selfishness, you're like, oh, okay, that's an obvious thing. But it, it pointed out the fact that selfishness has different masks. It disguises itself as other things, as complaining as this or that or the mm-hmm. other. It's an interesting book, man. I'm going to have to forward that book to you, man. You're going to check it out. But, you know, one thing, one thing I got to say real quick, every time I'm reading that book, dude, yeah. Rain is just over me like a hawk, man. And she's like, yeah, make sure you get that part. Make sure you get that part. Uh, and yeah, you didn't do that either. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't need you. I'm working on me right now. I don't need your input. I don't need your input right now, man. I do not need your right, input, right, man. Right. So it's an interesting book, man. I if if any of you guys ever read the Love Dare, man, go ahead and email us or send us the something. Li- the Love Dare, the Love Dare. Oh, oh, dare you? Oh, Love Dare. Yeah, Got the it. Love Dare. It's the guys that uh, directed or wrote the Fireproof movie. It's a Christian movie, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody's read that book, man, shoot us an email and give us your opinion, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd be interested in hearing about it. I mean, it sounds like it's good. It's 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 good, man. <laughs> it's good, man. It's good. It's, it, it, you know what? It's so good that I, I I spent an hour today, actually, right before I came over. Okay, folding up all my uh my wife's laundry and 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 doing all her stuff, and yeah, she has a lot of clothes. So is that is that more directed towards males or is it just for whoever? No, it's for it's for couples. There's one for couples and there's one for parenting. I'm reading the one for couples, but you just do it individually. I mean, you could do it together, which would be great. Right. And I'm just doing, you know, I'm doing it on my own. Cause it almost seems like it'd be better to do it on your own. Yeah, I don't like to tell people to do stuff I ain't doing. You know, I right, just want right, to do right. it first and then see how it goes and then I can recommend it, you know. Well, yeah, because I think also, well, no, but I'm saying if you do it together with, like, say, your wife, because 
then you you know why she's doing it, and it's it's kind of like I don't know. It just seems kind of weird where you're just doing it. You're working on yourself. Yeah, you're not concentrating on well, is she doing it because I'm doing it, yeah. or is that why? It's just you, you, and I think that makes sense to me. Yeah, I yeah, that, that sounds a lot better. But no, man, that's cool. All right, and that's forty days, so maybe you just keep us updated. I will definitely every keep, episode. I will definitely keep you posted <laughs> on my progress. Yeah, well, well man, that'd be kind of cool. Have a little segment on the love dare. The love dare. Hi. Chapter ten. <laughs> how long? How long? <laughs> uh, speaking of that, we are we are still working on getting him on the podcast. Uh, Bishop Jay, good friend of the show. He actually hit me up and he wants to do something, but uh, I'm going to be going out of town soon. You're still working weekend, so we just got to figure out the whoa, schedule. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When you going out of town, man? I'm going out of town this upcoming weekend. Okay. That's what's yeah, up. Going down to LA. I'm going to go out there, visit the family for a little bit. That's good. That's get good. the taxes done. Get your taxes done in LA. Yes, sir. I've been doing, I've been doing my taxes in LA for same dude when, before I moved up here. Are you serious? Oh, man. That's, that's my boy. Okay. That's, that's my up. boy. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give him a shout out. Man, Black's Tax. That's my dude. Wait. <laughs> hold on. That's what's, my dude. Well, Black Tax? What's his Black, name? Black Tax. <laughs> Black Tax, yeah, huh? That's his last name, I think. Oh, Black's his last name. That's hilarious. But he's, man. dude, he's dope. He's, he's an older guy. <laughs> he's been doing my taxes for years. And it's cool because he, he's not from California, but he actually comes from somewhere else. I want to say he's like from Tennessee or something. Okay. Somewhere out there. And he just comes out here, does taxes for four months. He's, he's retired already. He comes here, does four, four months of taxes. Then he's, he's pretty much off the rest of the year. Wow. But it, he's been doing them at, he does them at the Best Western. Yeah. Right there by LAX. Yeah. So shout out to him. And dude, I mean, this guy, I call him in October. To get an appointment in March. Wow. That's how far. If I call him like in January, he yells at me and screams at me. He's like, You should have known better. Like this guy's booked. Man, he makes he you know what? shout out to small business out there, yeah, man. Yeah, he does. He's doing his thing, man. I love that man. He's cool, man. Small business is the and way he, to go, man. And of course, he always takes care of me on tax day. So yeah, obviously, yeah. if you're driving all the way to L.A. for taxes, yeah, yeah. Now nah, he's real. He's old school. He still does it pen and paper. Wow. Doesn't do anything online. Everything's pen and paper. I mean. Legit calculator, the whole nine, old school. Yeah, well, praise God. Man. Yeah, nah, man. I Shout respect that. But yeah, so I'll be out of town. But yeah, we'll leave Saturday, come back probably Monday night. Yeah, so all right. So I know we went a little bit off topic, but back to the main question. The main question was, do all good people go to heaven? I guess I have to say no. I guess that's the answer. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do an, does simple. an ordinary good person or, you know, I guess the question should have been like, how do we get to heaven type thing? You know, can I just be a good person or not? I, you know, it was, you know, it, yeah. So the answer is definitely no. No. There's, there, there's definitely some procedures <laughs> that you got to go through. Um, you know, cause God set it up that way. Yeah. No. And I, I've been thinking that's, I'd be kind of cool just to have a question. And then we can just break no, down. I, had fun. Yeah, we, I think it's, it's kind of question cool. gave us a whole episode. So yeah. That's and, what's up. And, and I, you can see I got a handful of questions that I just kind of been popping in my head. Oh, dang. Look at that. I, I got a board. and you I just got a vision board over there. I yeah, like that, man. Just, it's just questions that I think about. I write them down. And so maybe, you know, we'll just have some shows on based on different questions. If you think of some or or here it is. If you listeners out there want to have a basic question and want it answered, shoot us an email at the rough and real podcast at gmail.com and we'll do our best to answer it. Um, I would love that, man. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And I think yeah. if, if we don't have the answers, trust me, we'll, we'll do some research and we'll reach out to pastors or whoever to get you the right answer. Maybe even have a pastor come on and answer with us. Either way, just, you know, shoot us an email, say what's up to us. And also just so you guys know, our website is literally right around the corner. It's going to be the rough and real podcast.com. The rough and real podcast.com. Um, it's ready. It's, it's, it's just a couple of days away. About time. I know. Shout out to my boy Marcus. He's been working on it, but he showed it to me. 
we we went through it making just last minute changes all the episodes are on there they're uploading by themselves you know it's all working legit now um soon we'll have some merchandise we'll be able to put that on there um so we can start seeing some people walk around with some rough and real t-shirts that's that's yeah finally man yeah we can start doing that help support the show representing the show man yeah no it's coming and there's a few other projects that me and, and curtis probably won't talk about right now but there is some projects that we want to start putting together and we'll let you guys know as all that stuff starts happening. Absolutely. Right. So praise God on all that. Cause he's, he's definitely, we're, we're definitely praying on, on some things. And if they all work out, I think it'll be a beautiful thing. I love it, man. All right, brother. So I think we're pretty much done for today. What do you got? Anything else you want to add before we, no, I just want to uh, keep uh, Pastor Abella. Oh, sorry. Pastor PA. Pastor PA. Pastor PA, <laughs> Pastor you know, PA. In, in prayers, you know, everyone that's out there listening. She's, for you know, sure. surgery and doing something. I think she had some complications or something like that. So she's, uh, yeah, she needs prayer, man. So, all right. And also, since we're doing that, I also want to say, um, Sister Pam, she's part of my small group. She's also going in for surgery. She probably goes to surgery when this episode drops. So, I also want to just pray for her, let her know that we're thinking about her. Hope everything goes good. You know, want to send that out there and just send her some good vibes, man. I hope everything works out. Absolutely, man. So, all right. We're good. We're good, man. All right. We're good. Why don't you do me a favor and pray us out, bro? Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together. Once again, Lord, we just appreciate the time that you you give us to serve you, Lord. We just ask that everyone that's listening to this podcast right now, Lord, that they they get a blessing from this, they get wisdom, they get understanding, and they spread the good news about you, Lord, and they tell people the truth when they're asked about how they get into heaven. We pray that you just open people's minds, open people's eyes, open their ears, Lord, so that we all can be saved and all can go up there and rejoice with you. And that only the devil can be thrown in in the hell. We know that, you know, that may not be true, but that's what I'm asking for, at least, Lord. I pray that you just heal all those that need healing right now, Lord. Pastor PA, Pam, everyone else that's in hospitals right now, Lord. Help them, comfort them, and let them get through everything smoothly, Lord. We know that you can do it. We love you so much, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you for listening, and we are out.